Hi, my name is Fernando Caracholo. Uh, we're Cerveceria Desobediente. We're located in Cholula, Puebla, which is uh, just a short stone throw away from Mexico City. Hi, welcome to another Beer Fest. This week, as you've heard, we have Fernando from Cerveceria Desobediente, and I apologize immediately for my Spanish here. Um, they're a small Mexican brewery um, located, if my map is correct, pretty close to Mexico City, so pretty much in the center. Um, it's a very interesting story. Fernando, as you'll hear, has actually came to brewing as from a totally different career, um, and so he's bootstrapped the whole thing and they're very much at the stage of local brewery but with some big ambitions i think um so it, it's a it's good story good chat um actually one of the things is that off the, the thing that we didn't discuss on kind of on microphone F fernando's wife actually went to school in east cork for a year so um he has a big interest in ireland and irish beers and um just goes to show it's a small old world isn't it anyway i won't hold you any longer Let's go over to Fernando and let's talk beer. Hey Fernando, thanks for joining me today. Um, I was wondering if we could start off with, maybe you can just explain what you actually do in the brewery. My role in the brewery, I'm founder along with my wife and I manage the whole brewery. I'm responsible from everything from sweeping the floors to brewing beer, selling, collecting and paying taxes. Can you tell me a little bit about the brewery itself? Um, where did it come from? What was the inspiration behind it? So the story of the brewery, uh, I have a background in law. I'm, uh, as you might call a solicitor, um, I'm a lawyer. So that's completely unrelated to making beer. Uh, however, I was a little fed up with uh, what my life choices were taking me and I wasn't enjoying my, my line of work. And I got the opportunity in 2017 to start a, a business idea I had uh, brewing, uh, no pun intended. Uh, or maybe it was. <laughs> uh, I, it was brewing for the last few five years while, while I started, uh, well, getting uh, disenchanted with the uh, with the lawyer stuff. Uh, so that's when it started. I got the opportunity, as in I got laid off. <laughs> so that's when I decided to just dive right in and make a brewery. Uh, there's no outside investment so i had to finance everything uh myself and with the help of my wife and that's how we started uh, we're a really really small uh, brewery we have a one bbl system uh, that's part of the reason is the no outside investment and did you start with, with your own premises or did you contract brew somewhere else or what was your, your initial setup really? Uh, we started brewing in our kitchen. So yeah, we made our 
kitchen, we adapted the kitchen and a spare room to the side where we kept our pantries. Uh, we had we made some adaptations to it, and that's how we started. Uh, I eventually rented a kitchen. That didn't work for long because I was sharing rent with a couple of friends. And as of the moment, oh, I'm still brewing at home, but we have a spare area dedicated to it, which must be around 30, 40 square meters. So it, it's big enough for our site. Sounds like it must have been pretty um, physically challenging to, to get the design, to get the brewery actually set up in a space, you know, with what equipment you had and be able to, to brew at what is still a commercial scale. Since we, we started really really small uh, with a really limited budget, uh, I had to come up with a brewery design. So basically what I did was I uh, went to a restaurant supply place, uh, an industrial restaurant supply place, and bought the biggest pots I could get and made, made some adaptations to get some uh, get the fittings and design uh, the <clears throat> sorry about that and design the well the workflow I do a Herms system uh, which which was really new to me because uh, before that I was doing the basic homebrew system with a with a carboy and uh, and the a water cooler and the, well in the production side the main challenge was uh temperature control uh either cooling or cooling the wort uh before getting it on the fermenter and i started just with a an immersion cooler uh, but that took ages and i switched over to a counterflow chiller and that's what i'm currently using uh you haven't gone the plate chiller way because I'm a little hesitant on getting it stuck with hop material because I don't really have a, a good filtration outside my brew kettle. How did you come up with the name? And the name Desobediente, uh, Disobedient. Uh, we were looking for something that reflected, you know, the, uh, what you might call it, uh, revolutionary... Uh, state of mind that Mexico has and the changes in the craft brewery scene. So we're going against uh, against everything, against uh, set set rules. So uh, yeah, we kind of do our own thing. And what's the beer scene like in the country generally? Is it? Um... Is, is it pretty consistent or is it um, going through a lot of changes in that? Or it's, does it differ from from place to place as well? I suppose it's, it's hard to kind of um, summarize it all and that. But um, just, just a general overview, what's it like? It's going through a lot of changes. Uh, there's a lot of uh, small breweries like myself, uh, some of them even smaller. I don't know how they make business. Uh, they're popping up all of a sudden. Uh, some of us are still going going strong uh, or still going <laughs> uh, but there's also quite a few bigger pr 
projects. Uh, there's a lot of people investing in, in making beers. So it's getting a little competitive at the moment. Uh, with COVID, a lot of people thought it would be a good idea and a way to get rich fast. And they discovered it's not that easy and you won't get rich fast, but it's a good living. So a lot of breweries just popped up and, and disappeared almost, almost immediately. But it, it's, it's been a challenge. With that level of um, you know, competition from not, not only all the small breweries you mentioned, but like there are some really big brands there, uh, how, how do you compete against them? doesn't really matter how big, uh, how, how, what kind of investment you have, what kind of marketing you're doing. Uh, I believe as long as you make a good product, uh, it will it will sell. It will sell, and the people will recognize that what you're doing is is something good. So that's how we that's how we keep up with the big boys. Uh, we do a better product than them. All right. Well, I guess that's it's, it's good philosophy. Um, so it brings us around to the beers themselves. Like, tell us about the beers you produce. Are they what are the styles? Are they very market-driven? Is it stuff that you want to drink yourself? Um, what inspires you to, to, to make those beers? The styles I focus on... Funny enough, I like Irish beers. <laughs> I, I have a red ale, an Irish red ale. Or you guys might just call it a regular red ale. And also a dry stout. And, but we do have some... Uh, additions we add Mexican chocolate to it so it's a chocolate stout but the base is an Irish stout uh, dry stout uh, I also have a pale ale an IPA and some seasonal brews uh, at the moment I have a pumpkin ale on, on bottles and there's a vanilla porter uh, just uh, brewing away in the fermenter. Uh, styles I really want to... Oh, and I also have a Kolsch. Uh, that a few of the lighter beers are market-driven. Is there any style that you'd really love to brew that you haven't had the opportunity to do yet? Just as every brewer, we all want to brew a really good lager. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but uh, yeah, I do. I, I'm doing some experimenting with Kvike. Ah, no idea how it's called. Kvike uh, yeast strains. Uh, so I might do a pseudo lager because uh, we don't really have the temperature control system on our brewery. But that's a good option. And I currently also use Kvike for, for the rest of my line. So... Uh, Kvike does wonderful things for, uh, especially us in the tropical area near, <laughs> and with uh, the kind of weather we get in Mexico. And um, the beers themselves, like, where do people get them? Are they easily available? Do you have to? Do people have to search them out, or is it that when they, you know, that they're in a specific bar that they're promoted there, or yeah, just how, how do you distribute them? We're a small brewery, so that means we're um, really local. There's a local distribution in Cholula, Puebla, uh, mainly restaurants, bars. Uh, I try to be a little picky with with the type of restaurant or bar I, I do business with. So uh, 
most of them are really really good uh, chef driven what you what you might call it uh experience restaurants or uh, concept bars i don't know <laughs> i yeah i'm just a little picky with uh, who gets to sell my beers did covid have a big impact on that did it did it make did it just slow you down or did it bring in some significant changes in how you operate uh we did have to move over our distribution with covid uh, so we started selling uh, directly uh, from well directly to the consumer uh, I was in charge of just driving up to uh, people's houses and delivering beer and you can find us online there's we have a web page uh, there's not a lot of activity on it uh, but then again Mexico's really not the place where people feel comfortable doing business uh, online and I'm not exporting yet and I'm working slowly on getting a bigger distribution to so it can be become from local to uh, regional and slowly work my way my way back up okay, so uh, what's the biggest problem you face on a kind of on a, on a daily basis really and running the brewery getting paid <laughs> uh yeah we i have a he's a good friend uh he was actually one of the best uh maybe the first or the second client i got uh, he's got a really nice group up in puebla city uh but uh, yeah he's a little hesitant on paying and i have to be on top of him just to get the last bill paid and yeah basically it's uh, getting paid in mexico and uh, there i have few clients who pay up front but most of it it's uh they i have to give credit because i can't really be picky with uh, oh no if you don't pay me uh up front uh, i won't give you a beer so i i have to adapt to to our clients to how they do business now what do you think the future holds for the brewery and future plans for the brewery um there's yeah there's something in the works uh, we might have to move uh move cities uh we might move over to the western coast uh but that's on the works uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, and as for the uh, a little more on the production side and um, Currently, our bottling system is completely manual, so I might get a small uh, gravity-fed uh, bottle filler uh, so I can at least fill five bottles at a time. So I'm doing one at a time, and that takes a lot of, lot of time. Uh, but yeah, that's the craft brewery life, and that's, that's what we love, and that's the life, kind of life we chose, and I wouldn't change it for anything. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, we're Cervecería Desobediente or Desobediente Cervecería uh, on Facebook. Uh, one is Cervecería Desobediente and the other is Desobediente Cervecería. I don't really remember which is which. And we're also on YouTube. Funny enough, uh, we have some tutorials for the beginning home brewer. 
they're all in Spanish, however, but uh, I try to make them as funny as I can. <laughs> uh, so if you're into well, just having a, a look into making beer or would like to hear me in talking in Spanish, uh, you go ahead and go to YouTube. And besides that, uh, as I mentioned, we did we do have a website. I forget the name, but it's uh, just Google Cerveceria Desobediente, and it should pop up. Yeah, I want to say a huge thanks to Fernando for taking the time to tell me not only about the brewery, but to also kind of enlighten me about the beer scene in Mexico, which is another country I have very little beer knowledge of. So, um. Thanks a million for that. I've put all the links that he mentioned to the website and his Instagram and that. They're all in the show notes. Um, so do check them out. And if you're hanging around Mexico City or anywhere around the region, try and search out the the beers. They, um, it sounds like you put a lot of effort into them. Lot. They're really local and sound really worth checking out. Um, of course, and we'll be back. Um, I'm not sure what the... the schedule is for the next few weeks we'll definitely have some more brewery profiles and i'm trying to set up one or two brewer chats live brewer chats um before christmas but um timing is just proving a bit difficult i'm not sure if that will happen but keep an eye out we'll keep um you know having these uh short profiles anyway so uh do check us out and of course we'd love if you'd subscribe if you'd leave a review um tell people about us it would be uh most appreciated so talk to you soon Thank you.